Well, welcome back, Earthlings, to another episode of The Challenge Read with me, Ray. And me, Dr. K. Season 35, episode 7, or rather episode 6, part 2, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Uh, We enter kind of in the aftermath of last week's challenge. Um... When Nani and Jordan, <laughs> where Nani and Jordan have won and nominated Jenna to join their tribunal. Yes. Whew. And so things continue. Yeah, we pick up the episode right after the mission. So everyone's returning to the house. Um, and having their random conversations. Tori and Jordan are plotting how to get Tori voted into purgatory through the house vote. And then we move to the Holy Trinity who are discussing their options. Um, And Kayla and Nani throw out an interesting um, idea about potentially voting Jenny into the tribunal. Oh, I loved this. I thought it was so good. To throw her in against Tori, which is such a great strategy to eliminate one of the two, um, one of two of the better competitors. Right. They just know, I mean, Nani said it, if Jenny makes it to the final, Jenny's winning the final. So they... It's a great idea. Yes. So we'll see how that shakes out later on in the episode. We move to Nelson, who again is talking like he has knowledge of things, which we all know he doesn't. Certainly does not. And again, he's allowed and wrong. And spoiler, this won't be the last time this episode <laughs> that he's loud and wrong. And we see Casey getting a little yeah. airtime this episode. She's talking, I think she's talking with um, Jordan and Tori. Yeah. Um, Tori goes to her, basically letting her know or trying to get her backing for the house vote and Casey's down. Yeah, who knew Casey could do more than recap the rules of each mission and mean mug folks during their their <laughs> purgatory interrogations. Casey's blossoming. But I think one thing about all these rookies, Casey, Bailey, Big T, I'm not really seeing them working to get themselves in to eliminations. They're kind of letting, it's like the same thing in reverse. They're letting the vets run them. Right. Yeah. I think everyone keeps forgetting, as Tori points out later, that you have to go in if you want to be in the final. There's no question about it. Um, And there there are very few people who are trying to maneuver themselves into an elimination, Tori being, Tori and Jordan being two of them. Yeah. Um, But then we move to Bailey who is so upset because she claims that uh, the display we saw last episode wasn't her, quote unquote, 
except this is the third or fourth time we've seen her um, be her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was definitely her. Maybe she's ashamed of her behavior, but it's the same behavior we've seen multiple times where she gets angry, pops off at the mouth, rolls her and eyes when she doesn't get her, when she doesn't get her way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Wes, Kyle, and Johnny, the unholy alliance, plus Kyle, approach <laughs> the holy trinity to understand what their plan is and to offer themselves as holy minions. Yeah, it's a theme. It's a theme. But it's cool to see kind of like that conglomerate form where you have this like strong voting block of Kayla, Nani, Jenna, Wes, and Johnny, and Kyle. Like, I don't know what Kyle's doing. I feel like Kyle Plus just Kyle. is tagging along. <laughs> He's really changing. He's been doing that a lot this, yeah. like, this season. Um, so then we get to the elimination voting. And Tori immediately volunteers to start the vote by nominating herself in. Yeah. And everyone else is happy to oblige her. Right. And then we get Go to Nelson. Oh, Nelson. And I swear, I swear, he's a, I, I, I truly think he's auditioning for something. I truly think Nelson. Not very well. Is giving it his all so that he can like submit clips from this season as a tape to like an agent for some kind of soap opera telenovela <laughs> type role. <laughs> he's trying to parlay this into something else i just know it <laughs> i don't know what but so the first thing nelson does is he gives a fake ass apology to anisa and i think we all know that that apology is actually coming from Corey. yeah and it's for everyone else it's not really for anisa because he could have right. very easily just like had an actual genuine conversation with her but he wants to make sure that everyone sees him apologize. Right. And then he votes for Tori. And instead of just giving his vote like everybody else, he decides to chastise all the other ladies for letting Tori breeze through to the finals since Jenna is checked out and will obviously be throwing the purgatory. Which, first of all, like they had to vote for someone. So what exactly is he mad at? Right. Also, isn't that what he and everyone else did with Rogan during the last nominations? They knew Rogan going in with Jay, especially if it was a physical challenge, would be Rogan getting an easy pass to the finals. Yeah. So it's okay for Rogan to do it, but not Tori? Apparently. Well, no. <laughs> well, Nelson's... <laughs> no, not apparently. <laughs> so this rightfully, out of his mind. Off, this rightfully pisses off Kayla because Nelson has been going on and on and on about how uh, weak-natured and weak-minded Jenna is and how she's just going to give up and throw in the towel and whatever. And... Kayla is like, you haven't even spoken to Jenna yeah. this entire time. 
where are you getting this from? So she stands up for Jenna. Um, and Nelson takes this as an opportunity to, sh to slut shame Kayla. And he tells her a series of uh, four things. He tells her to go fix your relationship. He tells her, you are the foulest woman here. He tells her, you have no respect for yourself. And then he ends with, go get fucked in the porta potty again. It's just so out of proportion. Yeah. Jen it was and the thing is, Kayla didn't even insult him. Kayla was right. only defending Jenna, saying it's not 100% that she's going in and she's definitely not checked out. So I think it's right. important that you know that. And then all of a sudden he's coming for her neck with these extremely yeah. personal and inappropriate attacks. Right. And now I totally think, and I've said this last week, um, that Kayla has no respect for her relationship, but that's her business. And if she wants to fuck someone else, that's also her business. It does not make her a slut. On top of that, Nelson of all people can't call anyone else a slut because on every season he's been on, he's fucking people he barely knows. So what does that make him? <laughs> a fuck boy. Right. So Kayla reacts fairly calmly, which is quite surprising um, given her, uh, her outbursts last Attention week to hulk out and, yeah and also outbursts that she's had on every other season so i guess there is some small growth there um and what's even more surprising is we see bear stands up for his new lady love yeah. um and he stands up for kayla and he stands up to nelson about the way nelson is speaking to her um and i also thought that was interesting because a lot of people in that room were clearly thrown off and disgusted by the comments Nelson made, yet no one said anything. Exactly. Yeah. All the boys, like, kind of talked to him afterwards, and I was like, it would have been helpful if you would have shut him down in right. the middle of his tirade in front right. of everyone. Right. So they, everyone else finally gets Nelson to shut the fuck up for a second, <laughs> and they finalize the vote for Tory. And as you said, all the girls leave the room and all the other guys try to talk some sense into Nelson. And, you know, he holds steady and repeats that Kayla is a slut, so who cares? And literally within 30 seconds, when he realizes that no one else is agreeing with him, all of a sudden he's like, oh, I don't know why I said that. I, I didn't mean that. Yeah, fuck him. Both of his apologies... Well, I don't know that he didn't apologize to Kayla, but his expression of like feeling bad about shit on both counts, the way he treated Anissa and the way he treated Kayla are both bullshit. Yeah. He's a dick. But I think, but I don't know why, I, I, again, I don't know why. What, what does he see? What's, what is he seeking, seeking to gain in this game from his outbursts? Because it, it's only Camera hurting time. him. <laughs> because we all know that Nelson's now going to be the household next week. Unless he wins. <laughs> yeah. And good luck with that. <laughs> <sighs> ah, so we move on from 
the nominations and Kayla goes to thank Bear for defending her honor. And then they go to their love nest to make out and cuddle. And I wonder if her boyfriend's pictures are still on the ceiling. We don't get a view. Um, so I don't know if they're still up there or not. Um, but we also learn uh, from Kayla's talking head that she's using this attraction to Bear as a sign that she's not ready to get married to her her boyfriend. As we learned last week, they are three plus years into their relationship at this point. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely leaning towards marriage. And I think she's just using it as an opportunity to sabotage her relationship because. Yeah. Well, I think she, I think she's, she's known that she's doesn't see forever with this person that she's with off screen i think she's known for a while then why are you still with this person familiarity comfort security but yeah, yeah but i don't think that's she's, fucked she's, up if that person is thinking about marriage and yeah. you're like yeah uh no i yeah i don't think she's i don't think she see, sees it for them that's why i think she's doing this is that she didn't she's not that into him because if she was, yeah. she wouldn't fuck someone else on television. All right. <laughs> yeah. And so then we get the cast members out of the house and into a bar and drunk. Just when all the good stuff happens. Yeah. So we get, we turn back to Bailey who she feels like it's not fair that people don't know the real her. Well, and I mean, swaggy. People can only know the version of you that you show them so correct yes <laughs> so i love that swaggy c talks to her about not being a dick to other people and he's like well if you feel like you're gonna pop off then come pop off at me like that's a good boyfriend but you shouldn't have to like talk your girlfriend out of fucking popping off at people <laughs> um and then we learn uh, that so Bailey thinks that she can do this very well, not being a dick to people, because apparently she won Miss Congeniality in a Miss USA pageant. I did not know she was a pageant queen. Mm, um, so I did a little bit of research and research. she won the 2017 Miss Missouri USA crown and was apparently the first black woman to do so. So kudos to her for that. And that same year, she made it to the top 10 in the Miss USA pageant. And that's when she tied for Miss Congeniality. Yeah. I also learned during my research that she was a flight attendant for Delta. Um, and while I'm reading all of this, I'm thinking none of the behavior she has shown is behavior I would expect from a pageant winner or a flight attendant. Well, Not that they're all lovely people, but you would think being a pageant person, she would know better than, she would know better to enter a space with, uh, to enter a space with roses rather than thorns. That, you made that up. <laughs> that is not a maxim I'm familiar with, but <laughs> I understand. You know what I maybe, mean. Maybe you can turn it into an, I will contend that I think Bailey and Swaggy C 
are very deliberate in the way they present on camera. Like I can, I think one of their goals as a couple is to like maybe have their own solo reality TV show one day. And so they're, they're trying to be, they want that camera time. They want to be like recognizable and have like easily identifiable personalities so that maybe they can go on other shows together as like this power couple or maybe eventually get like their own gig. I won't be watching them. <laughs> I mean, neither will I, but I think they have, they have a fan base, the Swaylees or whatever they're called. Oh, and now we get <laughs> to my- What they're called? Yeah, Swaylees. Swaggy, oh. Lee, Bailey. Put it together, you get Sway Lee. No, but that's what I got. Yeah, no, I got that part. But that's what their fans are called. Oh, you know what? That's not what their fans are called. That's their that's their ship. That's their couple name. That's their ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's their ship name. They should call their fans the Sway Lee, so that'd be cute. Uh, but whatever. So she decides Wait. to go over and kiss Jordan and Tori's ass and make some sort of shitty alliance. But I didn't see them shake hands. So, <laughs> well, I mean, Dee's not involved, so <laughs> it's probably gonna hold. Um, oh, this is my favorite part of the episode because we get more of Casey. <laughs> so Nani is like wasted. She's had three or four mojitos and she's hitting on Casey. <laughs> I think she's had more than that. <laughs> and I'm like, fair. Who wouldn't hit on Casey? She's fucking hot. And then, but it looks bad because Casey has a girlfriend at home who she apparently is committed to, but she also acknowledges that Nani is pretty and that she's very down to earth and cool. So who knows what is the state of their relationship. Right. But it looks bad. And Anissa, because she's all of us, is seeing it look bad. And so she goes over to them and tries to just, you know, give um, Casey a heads up, like, listen, this is what it's looking like. This is how it's going to read later on television. Like you both are getting a little bit too friendly and too close. Maybe you should take a step back. Nani comes back drunk and wrong and strong (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) starts in on Anissa, basically wanting her to butt out and then taking a sharp left turn into aggressive behavior that is unwarranted by threatening to like punch her in the face and all of this, all this crap. And Anissa is right. <laughs> maintaining her calm. Like I would not believe she's telling her, she oh, needs to it's calm impressive. Down, telling her she needs to take the trash down a level. She repeatedly is trying to deescalate and at some point even remove herself from the situation because she sees that Nani right now is a brick wall. Yeah. I'm impressed because I've been watching a really long time. I even remember Anissa's original real world season. Like this, like we were talking about growth with Kayla before. Like this is actual growth. This is actual growth. And we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about that in, in a second. Um, but yeah, but this, I had a question. Okay. Um, because so Nani's clearly pissed because Anissa cock blocked her. But I was like, is there a different term when it's ladies? Uh, pussy block? I don't, doesn't Pooch have block, the same. Badge block? Not badge block. That sounds like a deodorizer <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, right. no, I was just wondering. I don't know. I don't. I don't fully understand all of the like ways lesbians identify and like what that means because I know that Casey self-identifies as a stud. So would cock block be appropriate in that case? It might. Who is, I don't know. Casey, if you're listening, which I highly doubt you are, please <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Did she say she identified as a stud? No, her her um her Twitter handle is stud muffin though. Oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right, so... The fight follows them home, needless to say. Nani's definitely. Still popping off. She's got a cup of noodles. Meanwhile, Anissa's just trying to take off her makeup, get clean, and take her ass to bed. Right. And then Nani asks Jenna why everyone's so upset. <laughs> this is the best. She's like, so what Jenna... <laughs> So Jenna tries to recount what happened and fairly accurately (laughs) and nani loses her shit and tells jenna to stop making up shit and stop trying to blow shit out of proportion so jenna's like i'm done with this (laughs) (laughs) she's like i'm done with this i i'm going to bed yeah so now someone else is asking anisa what happened so anisa is also recounting and I guess as she's doing this, Nani hears her in the hallway. And Nani proceeds to yell things at Anissa, lots of fuck yous, lots of shut ups, and then t- calls Anissa a stripper. So she yells at Anissa about her stripper past, which is no, like, that's not a surprise to lots of people that Anissa was a stripper. She talked about it on her real world season it has come up on other challenge seasons before Mm -hmm. but i thought this was interesting for a couple reasons so the first is that the last time someone lobbed a you're a stripper insult at anisa um, was trishel from real world las vegas and this was during rivals 2 and interestingly enough when that happened Nani was the one who held Anissa back. Yeah. And, but not very well because by the end of that scene, Anissa had managed to grab a handful of Trishel's extensions and was basically dragging her across the patio <laughs> while saying, Don't worry, I'm not going to hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. Uh, can't wait to rewatch <laughs> Rivals 2. But second, Nani can't say shit about people using their bodies to make money because every time she's been on a challenge, she uses sex for protection. She uses sex to build alliances. So, like, and I'm not trying to slut shame her because, again, she can do whatever the fuck she wants to do, but I'm not here for all of... um, the pots lobbing accusations at kettles. Yeah. Like the hypocrisy has to go. For real. And I think part of this situation is that they're like, I think they're real friends. I think they're really friends. Like off the show in real life, I think Nani and Anissa are cool. And so I think it's it's hitting Anissa a little bit like that 
because sometimes or usually the shit you say when you're blackout drunk is the shit you really have meant or felt all mm-hmm. along and it's just coming out and so Anissa's like in this hard place where she's like do I just give her a pass because I know she's drunk or is this the real what she really thinks about me and has thought right. about me all these years right and while all of this is going on, Nani tosses her hot noodles in Anissa's <laughs> general direction. <laughs> and lots of people are pissed at her wasting some They're cup of noodles. All, they just keep wasting food. Just stop throwing food. Right, yeah. It's messy and it's wasteful. <laughs> ah, and then we cut back to Nelson. I believe this is now the next day. And it might be later on that evening. I couldn't really tell. They're in a bunker. Um, <laughs> Nelson apologizes again, this time to Kayla. I think I missed and this. She accepts, she accepts his apology. And both Kayla and Anissa are better than me because I would have told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. Such uh, a dick. And then we get Nani, who... Seems very distressed <laughs> over her behavior the previous night um, and gives to Anissa an apology that I read as being very sincere. Um, and Anissa, you know, is like, okay, you're admitting what you did wrong. You're taking accountability for your actions. I don't know that she like necessarily forgives her, but she's mm-hmm. like, we'll see if your behavior changes. <laughs> then yeah. I'll know I if also- you're really sorry. I also appreciated that Nani um, like woke up and cleaned up her noodles. Mm. <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> yes, responsibility. All right, so we finally get to the tribunal. Oh my God, so much personal drama the past two episodes. Yeah. And so just as a reminder, in case you've forgotten, because they essentially stretched one episode into three hour into a three-hour saga. Yeah. The tribunal is Nani, Jordan, and Jenna. Um, Right. Nani essentially has first choice about whether or not she wants to go in. Jenna has second choice. And then they already know that Tori's the house vote, but they still have to pick three people to go into interrogation. And I'm sad because Nani... First thing changes her mind about Jenny because she's too chicken shit about it. And she's worried that uh, she's worried about revenge. It's a a valid fear. It's a valid fear because yeah, Jenny's bound to win more missions throughout the rest of the season. And if she wanted to, she could use that leverage to fuck them over. And so I think they make a good compromise in throwing in the only other woman in the house with a red skull who is way more unlikable than, than, than sweet, straightforward Jenny. D. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could, I could kiss Jordan for the voting for D <laughs> if only because it pissed her off. Yeah. Um, Nani also suggests Kayla. So the third in the Trinity. Yeah. So now Kayla has an opportunity fourth priority well third priority if it's not nani if it's not jenna if kayla wants it it's hers essentially right and then jordan also suggests big t because he sees her as a potentially easy win for tori 
Yeah. And I want to say, like, I really love, like, I don't care for them as characters on this show, Jenna, Nani, and Kayla, but it's nice to see an alliance that's actually about, like, riding Mm -hmm. with your alliance. Right. (laughs) Because they're all riding for each other. They made sure that everyone in their alliance was taken care of. Right. So D, of course, is pissed because how dare they? Hmm. Don't they know that she's one of the strongest females in the house and she already has her skull? So why is she getting thrown in? So she goes in for her interrogation and is very pissed off and proclaims vengeance if she gets thrown in. She's going to win. She's going to come back. And she's coming for all of you. Yeah. Okay, girl. She said. (laughs) And then Big T comes in. Big T is Isn't she just a big old marshmallow? She is, but wasn't Big T begging to go in a couple episodes ago? Yeah, she she's kind of, con- I think she's confused. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be out. I think she wants to go in, but only on her own terms. I think her feelings are I really guess. hurt that people keep saying her name in the context of being like this weakling, I guess. Right. And then she, she tries to, to use uh, the rationale Jay tried to use in that they would want her in a final. So why put her up against Tori now? Uh, but I think it, she is it's the speech, other people. Wait, wait. It's the speech that um, that the other Jenna should have used. What was that girl's name? Right. Jen? Jen. Jen, yeah. It's the speech that Jen should have given. <laughs> like, it was much more right. clearly articulated <laughs> than the shit she ended up spewing at, at the houseboat. <laughs> Yeah, but what Big T is forgetting, which we mentioned earlier, is that you can't even be a weak link in the final without first getting thrown into a purgatory. And I wonder, because she keeps saying, she keeps saying, I want to stay in the house. I want to stay. I don't want to go home. I think, I wonder if she just wants to like hang out. I wonder if she doesn't Probably. She knows she's she's not going to win. She just wants to like be around for a little bit longer. So like, yeah, she's known she's having a going to go in and she's probably going to lose but she just wants to like yeah be with of the course other, she does with the with the with the guys for like another she's, couple weeks <laughs> she's not putting in any energy into any of the challenges that she does so she's not losing anything physically yeah. she's not coming back physically exhausted and then she gets to drink and party and hang out with everybody else yeah i would i would want to stay too if nobody hmm. was gonna vote vote me in yeah so she starts crying and the tribunal tries to convince her that they believe in her and that she has the potential to win her own red skull. <laughs> it was very sweet. Very sweet of you guys. Everyone's but stop. so nice to her. <laughs> it's insane. And then she leaves and she runs into Corey who like provides her with these awesome hugs and some motivations. And it was just like very impressive impressive and if he wasn't also a dum-dum like nelson it would be kind of hot yeah well i don't know if you've noticed this on on the internet but there are people who just don't even call Corey by name they only call him writer like writer's dad or writer's <laughs> father and so someone is like 
why is Ryder's father's best friend out here acting a fool? <laughs> I did not notice that. But it seems like he's learning some things from his past couple years of being a dad, being a girl dad. Yeah. Oh, that was it was sweet. It was sweet. I don't think I've seen anyone as universally like liked as Big T. And it's not that people just like her. They they like care about her. Yeah. Like even Johnny's nice to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if when you are an actual good person. <laughs> Maybe there've just been so few of and, those. And not someone who like yells and bitches at people and then gets upset that people don't understand them hmm. you know then people oh. actually like you you're shading daily right now I took you a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right where where the fuck are we oh okay, so tribunal's yes. over and Ugh. more drama that no one asked for but mtv is determined to provide us with Jenna and Zach get on another video call. This motherfucker. I I truly hope that he's ashamed. I hope his mom. I hope I he's hope, not. I hope his friends and his family see him on television acting a fool and are just ashamed of him. I'm sure he he has no shame about anything. Yeah. So Zach ha- is having this conversation with Jenna to tell her that he's pissed that she is still there and why hasn't she left yet because he told her ass to leave jenna tries to reason with him that she's there to earn money because they have a house that they need to pay for and other things and he yells at her that they don't have a house he has a house this motherfucker he also tells her that if she doesn't leave, he won't be proposing to her because that was the night they've been talking about marriage and propo- proposals. And like, he is such an emotional terrorist. Yeah. It's like, he's essentially like holding all that shit over her head, like shit that's related to her livelihood, like making her feel right. like she has no way out unless she obeys him. And it's right. disgusting to witness. And he, she, she even says to him, you know I'm obsessed with you. So he knows that no matter what he does, Jenna will stay. Mm. Which, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure she's still with him even now. Because I'm pretty sure they're engaged. I think they got engaged no, they a couple months ago. And she's yeah. been defending him on social media this whole season. Yeah. So. Yep. But good luck, girl. So we move on, and Dee is now recounting her interrogation to Wes. Why does she all- have like a full beat? Like, where is she going? To Rogan's room. <laughs> where else? Um, <laughs> So the greatest part about this whole, um, this whole scene is that D is just going on and on and on. And Wes's face is just like, what the fuck girl? And Wes slowly realizes he's created a monster. Yeah. In D. 
Like he's worked on her in building her confidence, but maybe he 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 worked a little too well with this one. <laughs> but yeah. He he tries to get her to like relax because it's she's not going in and so there's no reason for her to make enemies about being interrogated when she's not going in. Right. And it's really easy for someone to be like, why am I going to vote myself in when I can just throw you in because you're being a bitch to us? Yeah. So. Exactly. So we get to purgatory. Finally. It's only taken three hours. (laughs) Seriously. And we see the arena and it's like two ramps and like stacks of blocks. And there's a wheelbarrow and some buckets. And I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> but yeah, Nani-, Nani walks in <laughs> and she immediately goes, nope. She's like, I'll pass. But Jenna, who, like, despite her personal shit, I just love her attitude. She sees it. She's not intimidated. She's, like, so confident in her abilities so she's like and she should be she's like yeah i'll take it it's raining it looks like it's gonna be hard as fuck but i'm not gonna just throw in someone else like i will do this and it's the kind of courage that we haven't seen from the guys all season right and so jenna goes down Tej says he's heard a rumor that she wants to quit and jenna says if that were true she would have left days ago yep but she's still here and she's ready to do what she needs to do to get her red skull. Yeah. So we get to the game called dust to dust mm-hmm. and they need to retrieve bricks from the pile in the middle of the arena, carry them up a ramp, smash the bricks over a grate and let the pieces fall and collect into a wheelbarrow below and when the wheelbarrow is full, they have to run down the ramp, take the wheelbarrow over to a bin, pour the pieces out. Apparently, if you tip the barrel over, you can't use those pieces and you have to start again. And the person who fills their bins first wins. Now, I like watched that twice and I had no clue what the fuck they were doing. What do you mean? <laughs> Because I always, like, the rules are always so complicated that when I'm watching it live, I never catch the rules. Oh, So I'm just like, I'm just like, wait, what are they doing? (laughs) Wait, there's a wheel. Where's the wheelbarrow? Yeah, they didn't do a good job of showing the wheelbarrow underneath the ramps and stuff. Yeah, they're all, their rules are always a tad bit too complicated. So I don't know um but, but anyway I like this so, game yeah this was a really cool one this is one that um i haven't seen before so it's nice again they've been doing some uh, neat new games this season yeah tori and jenna they both are they start out kind of neck and neck right and they both pick up two bricks on their first run and carry them up the grate no tori only picks up one no, she takes up two but she takes up two I because I watched it twice. She has I don't know if they have different size bricks. Oh, but she, she picks up like two the long half ones. size one. Yeah, 
And, okay. but Jenna got like stacked two big boys up and carried yeah. them up their grates. And that's kind of where their similarity ends because Jenna immediately starts with a great strategy of the way she's smashing them down. She's like, mm-hmm. just like using her whole body weight to throw yeah. the bricks down onto the grate. Whereas Tori is throwing them down, but then she's trying to like push individual pieces through the holes. And but even it's before so that, inefficient. even before that, Tori decides that she's going to collect lots of bricks first. Well, she decides then it, smash them. But she never really does she that. She did, actually. She, she goes, went down before she, she started smashing? She went down um, at least twice before she started smashing. Mm, okay. Maybe they, they edited it, so I didn't, I didn't really notice that. Yeah. Because yeah, as, as, as soon as she got up with her first, from her first run, she immediately she runs, runs back, back down, down to the pile. Um, Whereas Jenna started smashing her blocks. And then, as you said, Tori, for some reason, is on her knees smashing blocks and then putting through individual pieces. And I'm like, what is you doing, girl? It was really (laughs) strange. And I think her strategy of getting a bunch of bricks and then breaking a bunch of bricks would have worked if she stuck with it. But her strategy of breaking the bricks was so bad that I'm glad that yeah. she abandoned that pretty quickly because it wouldn't have worked for her at all. And yeah. meanwhile, Jordan's on the sidelines losing his fucking mind because <laughs> she's because doing it all wrong and she's not if listening. If there's one thing Jordan knows how to do, it's how to break some fucking bricks, okay? And God forbid his fiance doesn't understand how to break fucking bricks. How to break bricks. How to throw bricks so that they break efficiently on a grate so that they <laughs> fall into pieces in a wheelbarrow because we've all prepared for this. Uh, um, my favorite part is that, so he's yelling at her from across the arena, the purgatory arena. <laughs> I thought he ran down on the field for a hot no, second. No, but, like, but then he's like, she must not be hearing me. <laughs> So he runs straight across the platform to the section that was closest to Tori so that he's literally now like six feet away from her Yeah, and continues yelling. And Tori is like, you just know that I don't think he yells at her, but you just know that Jordan just talks at her all the time. Yeah. And kind of like, berates her and talks down to her and just talks and talks so tori was tuning his ass out because she she wasn't responding to anything he was saying at all maybe if she was listening to him she would have done better um because he was like he was giving her great advice because he knows how to break blocks um (laughs) and he can see the big picture like that's the thing like what you're you're in the final or sorry when you're in an elimination you can't you don't have the time to just like be studying what your partner's doing you kind of just have to go but he can see what's happening and he can best advise you based on what the other person is doing but she was not absorbing totally tunes his ass out but well good for her because that means she's surviving their home life (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah jenna kind of inches inches her way into the lead but then tori catches up to her um 
and it comes down like to this what we think is the last run where they're both breaking both breaking both breaking and then tori runs down jenna's like like two seconds behind her and they both think this is going to be their last drop and they both get their wheelbarrows turned over into their bins and it turns out that both of them are just below the red line right and so they have to go for another round and that's when and this is get pissing <laughs> but this is pissing jordan off even more because he's been yelling at her to stop doing half wheelbarrows yeah because she hasn't been filling her breaking her blocks efficiently enough yeah and also there was one point where she was actually breaking the blocks but none of them were going into the wheelbarrow they were falling (laughs) (laughs) but and i think part of that is that jordan didn't want her to do half wheelbarrows but she kind of was forced to pace herself based on what jenna was doing right every time she saw jenna run she she had to run because if yeah. she didn't, she would have lost for sure. Yeah. But it was just too funny to see her like break. She, I think she broke like three or four in a row. And, and all time, of them were just like raining down. And, on the floor. and each time Jordan was like, move forward, move forward, move forward. You're losing half of your debris. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a heart attack. No, seriously. He looked like he was going to explode. Oy. So this literally comes down to seconds. Yes. And it's... Jenna pulls out the win. Oh my God. It was glorious to see. This was Which my favorite was... elimination this season so far. It really was. It was like, it was a good game. It was a good challenge. Um, and it was, they were, I would say they were equally matched mm. and it was just a, a heart pounder. Yes. Cause I, when we were watching this live and they cut to motherfucking commercial, I was like, what the hell? We need to know now. We need to know who has won this right now. So this was, this is what the challenge is all about. But it should come to no surprise to um, those of us who have been watching for the past couple of seasons, because we know when Jenna goes into an elimination, she is always totally focused. And unless it's trivia related, unless it has something to do with being smart, (laughs) (laughs) she is amazing in eliminations. Yeah. And I think it's partly like what you said, she's always calm and confident, even when she's the underdog going into an elimination. And we've seen that time and time again. I think there was one season where she went in four times in a row and came back each time Mm. against some top, top competitors. Yeah. What's different about Jenna is her demeanor is so different. Like you, it, it's almost like it, it, it almost can be interpreted as like, she doesn't care, but I think she's just like, just, she's kind of just like very relaxed. Yeah. She's and like just chill. Everyone else is like, you know, always huffing and puffing and posturing. And Jenna's like, no, I'm here. I understand the rules. So let me lift these blocks. And so people are always surprised when she performs yeah. well, because she doesn't yeah. showboat all the time about how physically great she is yeah and i think um 
what you said is exactly correct. Because even in her answer to TJ, her reasoning for going into the elimination made so much sense, mm. was extremely rational, um, and it made it made sense for like for the strategy of the game, which as we've talked about, a lot of people have been missing, mm. right? You, what's the point of sticking around in the house if you do not have a red skull? Yeah. Right? So yeah, she has all of this drama going on with that dick wad of a boyfriend slash now fiance, but Jenna realizes if she has a red skull, there's no reason for her to try to give up because she's already more steps closer than everyone else in the house. Yeah. And if she doesn't get the red skull and she leaves, okay, it was, you know, it's time to leave. But she she's leaving on her own. Uh, she's leaving on her own accord, not because someone else is telling her to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great elimination. Jordan comes down. He doesn't know. I don't think he can decide whether or not he wants to yell at Tori or comfort her. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he does, does, does a little does bit both. of both. <laughs> I love it. Jordan will always be Jordan. And like he's 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 in between tears. He's telling Tori she did great. And he's also saying, But why didn't you listen? <laughs> oh, so oh it was funny. great. It was great. So that was the end of this episode. Yeah. All right. So moving into our special segments, we're going to start off with our challenge all-star. Someone who did great this episode or who we liked the most. And we are, we are aligned on this, but Dr. K, I'll let you go first and explain your reasoning for your pick. I chose Jenna. She pulled a Kelly Taylor and chose herself. Um, and she does what she does in being a badass at eliminations. So yay, Jenna. Um, yeah, Jenna was fucking awesome. I just love her like quiet confidence, even when like it's, it was it was during that holy trinity scene where they were strategizing about throwing Jenny in. And, you know, they were saying like, oh, if it's a puzzle, like maybe I'll go in. But if it's something physical or if it's something that's climbing, then Kayla will go in. But if it's something physical, then they'll just throw Jenny in to like beat Tori or like just to see mm -hmm. what happens. And Jenna's like, wow, you guys are really counting me out because she knows that if it's something physical, that she is a contender. Right. Um, and just to hear her say that and be like, no, you know, you, people you guys... forget that models work out too. <laughs> yeah. She was like, you guys, you guys are underestimating me too, just like everyone else. And I am over here steady knowing that I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just love that. All right. And who was your elimination pick? Someone we're not a fan of this episode. So I, again, have multiple. <laughs> Seems to be the theme every, every episode. Mm -hmm. So my first is Nelson because, again, he has just been a complete dick the past couple episodes. Um, and my second 
because they keep foisting him <laughs> on us. It's a great use Is of the that, word foist. <laughs> like, why the fuck do we have to see him and his, like, emotionally abusive gaslighting ways? Like, if you're not, it's one thing if he's on the show and they're having drama. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when he's not even a cast member this season. Yeah. Like, I don't care, Zach. Shut up. Leave Jenna alone to do her thing. And stop being a douche. In life and on the show. Because I know (laughs) you're a douche in real life, too. Yeah. How about you? Mine was Nani. I mean, I just don't like mean drunks. Like, she snapped at everyone. She snapped. Yeah. At Nani for no reason. And then it was she worse. She snapped at herself. She snapped at herself. She snapped at Jenna twice. Like even at once at the bar for Jenna just like trying to explain. And then also back at the house when she asked Jenna to catch her up on what the fuck had happened. Um, I think you meant she, she snapped at Anissa. You said she snapped at Nani. Oh, my bad. Yes. <laughs> what Dr. K said. <laughs> And then Jenna back at the house. And also I just, you know, it was the things that she was, she was saying to Anissa were really fucked up. And yeah. like, nah, being drunk isn't, I don't, you know, you're not excused. So. Right. Not an excuse. Okay. Lessons in shade. Our favorite shady moment or manipulation during the episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm calling mine the shade that never was. Um, I thought the idea of throwing Jenny in against Tori was so compelling and I would have loved to have seen it happen. But I, I would have loved to see Tori's face. Oh, that would have been because she was positive that she was that she was go- gonna get Jenna. Yep. She, she was learned so a hard sure. lesson. And before we knew that they had changed their mind to D, we were all thinking that it could have been Jenny and oh how wrong yeah. she was in that yeah. moment. Yeah. But yeah, I was, it was, I'm just even like happy that they even discussed it. Yeah. It was nice to see people actually strategizing in a way that made sense for the new rules of the game. Yeah. Who's your pick, Dr. K? My pick was uh, Jordan when Dee asked why she was nominated um, and Jordan said to her, well, yeah, I nominated you, but neither of them batted an eye when I said your name. <laughs> they were the on the bus. <laughs> but it was kind of like, a, yeah, you and me have problems, but girl, let's be real. No one else likes you. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Even, I, I didn't read it like that. Like I read it like Jordan was throwing them under the bus. To, to, to deflect some of the blame he off totally of himself. Was, but, but not to deflect blame. Exactly. It was about, you know, they don't have your back either, girl. So Right. <laughs> oh. All right. So next in I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. I don't wrestle. I fucking beat bitches up. Our favorite lines from the episode. Mine oh, comes from Wes Bergman. I think we should give him an award at the end of this season. Like the person who's won <laughs> our categories the most. Like we should yeah. do like <laughs> best of the best. Yeah. Because during the elimination, or sorry, during the house vote, 
when Nelson's making a fool out of himself. Wes goes, Nelson is the only man in the world that can start off an apology about being more respectful to women before he calls one of the girls right in front of him a giant slut. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so true. Nelson is an idiot Uh, with no self-awareness. Oh my God, it was so good. It was so accurate. (laughs) You? What was yours? Mine uh, came from Anissa during the purgatory as Jenna is being a badass with these bricks. And Anissa says, Jenna's breaking bricks like they're Zach's head. Which, Love it. yep, that is probably what she was visualizing. <laughs> okay, and stupidness in social media. I'm not prepared, but... So I found something, and I actually think it's from last week, but it's so awesome. So someone... You guys, (laughs) we have to figure out how to get you. So just everyone stop what you're doing right now and just go pull this up before we start We'll post it it. on our Instagram. Yeah, okay, well, we'll post it on our Instagram. (laughs) And and we'll retweet. Is that how you say it? We'll retweet it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> some some fan out there uh, on earth there. Some fan out there being urged by his wife uh, that he had to create artwork for her new fanfic, which is called Wananas, <laughs> and it's a picture of Wes and Johnny in underwear and abs <laughs> canoodling canoodling you know all that's missing is uh kaylin bear's love nest oh my god this is so good and it's it's so it's so fanfic it's like and i you had- know what i didn't do was click on that um, hashtag bananas to see what the fanfic said because I was laughing so hard at the picture. I mean, I had never even thought of the challenge fandom, but there's definitely a thread on like archive of our own dedicated to pairings from challenge history. And of (laughs) course, like fanfic loves to take two people who hate each other and then put them together in fanfic the the category is enemies to lovers and this (laughs) (laughs) that is what this fic is i guarantee it (laughs) oh my god bananas this just made my whole night we'll we'll repost it because the picture is fucking awesome and i swear to god i laughed for a full five minutes looking at this damn picture oh it's so good it's so good yeah thank you for that <sighs> Only sad I did we didn't see it last week. <laughs> oh, and to end the episode this week, we're moving into predictions and possibilities. What we're anticipating in the next episode or later down the line in the rest of the season. Dr. K, do you have any predictions? I don't, but I realize we need to make new predictions on the unholy alliance since our initial ones have already passed. That's true. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think it's going to last. Really? 
yeah, I just don't see them being tested. I think that since this upcoming episode is going to be a double elimination, mm-hmm. that that's going to put some strain on them. So I'm going to, I'm going to revise my, my guesstimate to episode nine of some fallout. Okay. Episode nine. Hmm. But do you think next season, sorry, next episode that it's going to have something to do with both of them maybe wanting to go in and not knowing like who to prioritize or like maybe also protecting some of their female alliances as well. I think I know, a like, little bit of both, as, mm. um, but also remember they each have other side alliances. True. So I think given that four or more people have to go to purgatory next week, that that's going to create some tensions amongst these, all of these interwoven alliances. Yeah. My prediction is that it's going to last until like two episodes before the final. I don't know what episode that is, but I think it's going (laughs) to, I just, no, I'll, you know, I'll revise that. I think, I think they're going to be in it for the, the remainder of this season. I think it's going to hold. I also think Nelson's going in next week. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Unless he wins because it's like a a running challenge or something. Yeah. And not a long distance running challenge. And if he goes in, I hope he goes home because he doesn't need to have any more monologues or camera time. Ugh, Nelson. And you know what? Something else I realized watching this episode of the challenge is that teeth, people's teeth give them character. And when you have perfect teeth, you just look like an alien. And Nelson well, because they all have like the same alien. teeth. Nelson, Corey, Nani. <laughs> yeah, but having slightly imperfect teeth, it's like it makes you human. And I think that right. people are forgetting that. <laughs> well, they'd rather have horse teeth. So I don't know. I don't know why that's become such a thing. So. Me either. But anyways, on to next week. More veneers. <laughs> more drama more challenges um so that wraps up this episode i'm ray and i'm dr k signing off bye